0: many people feel that networking is transactional and unethical. A Cornell university study from 2014 explores the concept of how networking can make us feel dirty. They say, and this is a quote, instrumental networking in pursuit of professional goals can impinge on an individual's moral purity, a psychological state that results from viewing the self as clean from a moral standpoint. And thus, making an individual feel dirty. They said it, networking makes us feel dirty. But what if we could shift our mindset and not view networking as transactional or dirty, but something that we could actually create meaningful human connections through? Thanks for tuning in to Network Naturally. I'm your host, Katie Hoffman. Today you'll hear from Keith Dorian. Keith worked in partnerships at Madison Square Garden for several years. And after that, he co-led partnerships at Bore, a preeminent professional platform for senior level executives, helping professionals learn and grow and understand how to network more authentically. Now he's working on his own consulting venture. So Keith, what are some of these negative associations that we have with networking?
1: very transactional you know it's very quid pro quo what can you do for me oh there's something there let's exchange info it just wasn't it wasn't genuine
0: right so how do we move past this quid pro quo transactional thinking that we associate with networking
1: if you can add enough value to other people um you're going to get a lot out of your network and your network doesn't even need to be that big right it just needs to have the right type of people that you want in your network. So like I don't for anyone out there that thinks networking is about trying to get your your LinkedIn number up to five thousand, like that's not what networking is about. Like you can't even manage five thousand relationships. Like you can't really know five thousand people. You know, if there's someone that you can connect them to that can either help them or add value or or find some way to collaborate because they're mutually interested in the topic, do it. It's helpful for them. It feels good. People like people that help them, right? Like, that's just how it kind of goes. There's a great book um, called Give and Take.
0: Keith really cued this up perfectly for me. Adam Grant has a book, Give and Take. It was named one of the best books of 2013 by Amazon, Apple, The Financial Times, Wall Street Journal. To summarize, Grant argues that success today is heavily reliant on how we as people interact with each other. He thinks there are givers, matchers, and takers. Givers help each other without wanting or expecting anything in return. Matchers are the opposite. They give with an expectation of getting something in return. And takers are self-serving. Grant studies found that if you look up at high on the corporate ladder, you will find more givers. At the same time, it's important to note that if you give too much to takers, you might end up at the bottom of the ladder as a giver. The idea is to give to matchers and other givers so that you can experience positive altruistic emotions and sometimes even get something back in return. I view you as the ultimate connector, and I think that you do such a good job of staying in touch with people, and I know that you connect. Is it every single day you connect to people that you know?
1: Monday through Friday. I don't always get to it on the weekends, so usually not. You know, once I'm not perfect either. Once in the blue moon, I will get kind of caught up. But, yeah, as a rule of thumb, Monday through Friday, I try to make a connection. That's not always a... Uh, you know, an investor to a founder or a potential client or something of that magnitude. Sometimes it might be, you know, two people in the same industry that I just think should talk. Or maybe it's even just like two friends. It's not always business. But the way I look at it is if you can make five connections a week, on average, you're going to connect 250 sets of people over the course of a year, right? Something good is going to (laughs) happen. If you connect 250 sets of people throughout the year, something good is going to happen. You're going to have conversations with those people that you know, you won't even know where those are going to lead. That was awesome that, you know, so-and-so connected me with so-and-so. Like, I want to return the favor, too. And again, it's not about doing it for that reason, but that's this is just human behaviors. That's how people work.
0: You say it Monday through Friday as if that, that that's some short amount of time. I mean, that is every week, five days a week, you connect people, which is pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, listen, it doesn't have to take more than a couple minutes. You do it in the morning while you're making your coffee or you're, you know, at the gym. You know, you have to write a book.
0: <laughs> yes, you don't have to write a book. It only takes a few minutes and you make it seem so easy. So not only are you an ultimate connector, Keith, but you also did it for a living. So can you explain a bit about how Vore works?
1: The main goal of Vore was to work with companies to help them reach their target audience in a unique way and, a, and just a more organic way. The way we would coach up our sponsors was... Take this opportunity to become an expert in the room, but do not use this opportunity to sell. You're getting an intimate dinner with some of the most important people in the industry that you sell to. Focus on the relationship, right? Focus on just getting to know that person. And guess what? Down the line when it comes time to actually talk business, they're gonna be much more open to taking that call and hearing you out, right? The Folks who really got it um, saw incredible returns and we didn't really look at it as like a return on your investment. These were the returns on the relationships you built.
0: You're right. They really are. They're a return on the relationships that you build. So, to sum it up here, do you think that building and maintaining connections is a result of interpersonal skills or self confidence?
1: Oh, uh, both. Listen, there's there, I'm, I'm a, the confidence is. To a certain extent, like some people are just more confident than others. I'm not going to, you can certainly become more confident. There's things you can do, but that's a skill that you can work on, right? You can, you can take courses on that. You can, you can do things to kind of work on your confidence. But, you know, I do think to a certain extent, there are people that, you and you know them, I know them, that are just born with that kind of personality. So I think for people that don't have that confidence out of the gate, supplement it with you know, being actually helpful. <laughs> you know, like some people get by networking because they're just they're not afraid to go email Mark Cuban tomorrow with some bold statement. And one out of every hundred times, Mark might say, "Wow, I love this person's uh, this person's rigor." Right?
0: Keith really emphasizes that you should just put yourself out there, be confident, learn the skills to be confident, and not think of networking as transactional. It's not something where you can give and expect something in return, but rather that you give and maybe you'll get something in return and maybe you won't. And that's totally okay.
1: That's just how the world works, right? People want to be more helpful for people that were helpful for them. It just doesn't need to be an exchange, you know, in the moment.
0: Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.